Hey there, friends. It's Nick. Okay, let's get into it then. This is the second of five podcasts about around crafting stories that spread. It's my personal list broken into four sections, and this podcast is about the attention section. But you can find the full list at storiesmeanbusiness.com forward slash viral. Okay, so what are the kind of things we can do to boost the chances that our message or our idea gets some attention? Well, the first one, the most obvious one, really, and I've talked about this before, is making it unexpected. Will it surprise our audience? Will it seem counterintuitive or break a pattern or a taboo or something? Because when, when our brains come across things they don't expect or they don't understand, if they pay attention, because understanding the world is a, a prerequisite, really, of surviving it, right? So when we see things that don't fit, we have to figure out what's going on. There's so many examples of this, but I'm going to go right back to a kind of a classic example in the sixties. You've got Richard Branson naming a company Virgin. And of course he did that for a very particular set of reasons. He knew that the name would break a pattern in some respects, and it would appeal to the particular audience he was seeking them, which was young people. And it's a good example of something where Someone stepped outside the established way of doing things, or perhaps the established way of naming things at least, and got a lot of attention and built a great brand, obviously, around this, this slightly unusual word, at least from a business point of view, it was slightly unusual. It was unexpected and it got attention. The second one I want to talk about is currency in the sense of, is this thing current? Is there a relevant trend or a fashion or a story breaking in the news or celebrity or something. You might call this sort of trend surfing or piggybacking. And a good example from here in the UK certainly is a couple of years ago, one of the kind of the fast foodie kind of chains in the UK released a vegan sausage roll, which of course is contradiction. In any case, vegan sausage rolls are a contradiction. So there's something that gets our attention there because it breaks a pattern, right? How can you have a vegan sausage roll? But because it was related to this uh, really big shift in eating habits, certainly in the UK, that's happening. Not everyone's going vegan by any means, but, but there's a lot of heat and light around this idea of eating less meat. And Greg's, which is the, the chain I it mentioned, released this vegan sausage roll and it made a massive amount of publicity, got a massive amount of attention and of course, a massive amount of sales. So is there a, something happening in the kind of the the, the culture right now that you can connect your idea or message to, because that will help it sort of piggyback. It will get, help it get attention. The next one is proximal. Is it proximal? Is it close to your target audience, your message or your idea, whether it's physically, behaviorally, emotionally, demographically, does it, does it target them in a way that really makes it obvious that it's for them? Because when things happen that are close to us, they matter more. And you can see that all the time in news, for example, something that happens in your country will get more attention than the same thing happening elsewhere. The example I tend to use of this is, you know, we all understand that robberies are a fact of life. House robberies are a fact of life. But if there's a robbery in your street, that hits you in an entirely different place. It's an entirely different proposition. Okay. So that's proximity or proximal. The next one is questions. Does this ask 
and hopefully answer, but does it ask a question that is really relevant, that is going to a place of pain to the audience? And curiosity is overused. And you, we've talked before about the kind of clickbaity headlines that use questions and use curiosity. You know, what seven, what seven things are you doing wrong in bed with your partner? That, that kind of stuff. But I'm really talking here more about questions that go to a particular problem that your audience has. And hopefully, as I say, you also have the answer because the problem with curiosity as a tactic is we can bring people in with it, but if we can't actually deliver the goods, they will disappear all too quickly, of course, and much harder to get back. The next one is peer pressured. And by this, I mean, does the lack of engagement with your message or your idea create a social problem for your target audience? Now, most of us in, in the real world, we're never going to hit this one, but just take a simple example. There were certain people that I didn't want to speak to until I'd watched the finale of the Game of Thrones series. And there are some people who I need, I know I need to read a book or listen to a podcast, or at least I well, not need to, but that's too strong, but I want to engage with a message or idea before I meet my particular cohort in this business or that friendship group or whatever it might be. So that's something else to think about. And slightly related to this is, does your audience have strong opinions or polarizing opinions? I mean, if you look online, obviously you're going to see that an awful lot of the stuff that gets shared is about things that people care deeply about and feel that they're in a kind of a nudge fight over. A lot of it's political, of course, but there's also other things. The example I use, which isn't political, is the kind of the kind of the PlayStation versus Xbox. People get entrenched; they become tribal, which we'll talk about in uh, tomorrow's podcast. But if you have, if people have strong opinions, they are sometimes. If your message is well crafted, they are more likely to to see it because they are looking for things. We tend to look for things as human beings that confirm what we think or what we know or are relevant to the things that we really care about. And care goes to the last thing actually in this particular category, in the attention category, which is emotional. Does this thing hook, does your idea, does your message hook and trigger high emotional states? Now we know from research that one of the things that I think Jonah Berger mentions this in his book, Contagious, but he or somebody did an analysis of the stories that were most shared in, I think the New York times it might've been the Washington post, but I think it was the New York times, but anyway, it was a, they did a massive amount of data analysis. And one of the things that came out really heavily in the things that got shared more is that they created this high emotional trigger. Now, very often on social, that might be anger or fear or anxiety, the, the kind of the negative ones, but. We're also all really familiar with things that get shared because they give us awe or excitement or amusement or hope. My wife shared with me this thing the other day where it was just a really slow motion video of different shaped pieces of metal being dropped into bowls of water. And of course it's extraordinarily beautiful. The patterns that came up, the splashes that came out and in, they look balletic and yeah, it was an extraordinary demonstration of the, the physics forces that are around us all the time. And it brought out in me that kind of sense of awe. So these are all things that if we can 
you know, if we can look at our messages, whether it's unexpectedness or currency or proximity or questions or peer pressure or opinions or emotions, when we, when we can twist our message or emphasize some of these things, or even write to some of these things, it makes it more likely that for our particular audience, our niche audience, hopefully, that we can grab some of their attention. And tomorrow we'll talk about what happens next, which is the smoothness of that message. Because once we've got people's attention, it really matters how likely they are to actually consume the idea or the piece of content that we have. Thanks for listening. Remember that your stories mean business. Bye now.